Ah, fellow seam heads, come on out to the porch here. CJ joining me. We're going to talk all things trade deadline, a few big names. We've had about an, an extended hiatus since the break, but we're going to get into it this afternoon here. Myself and CJ going to talk about the, the pretenders, contenders, kind of give ourselves an idea of who's going after what. Going to break down the AL East a little bit. Talk baseball. Always good. You guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab that coffee, Phil style. It's in the evening, grab the drink, and come on back because we're talking all things Major League Baseball here on a porch to B.O.B. Let's go. Taking about a month off um, since we last spoke there, College World Series. We got deep into that. Um, lots happened in the world of the boys of summer that get paid to play the game. Uh, coming up on the deadline, your Yankees, the grip on the best record in the game kind of closing in. The Astros are, but a big move made just this evening by the Bombers. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, actually, they're they're tied for the best record with the Dodgers. Um, for that, there's percentage points that are keeping that that tied. I, I do like the move by the Yankees to get a guy like Andrew Benintendi. I do have one concern with the move, though. All right, hit me with it. As of right now, he can't play in Toronto. Supposedly, he's going to get vaccinated. Um, yeah, I, and I'm sure that's probably a conversation they've had because that's you know, that's not something you're going to want to have to have to deal with in in that regard. Um, but they they've been they they went out and addressed a need there. Obviously, a left-handed bat, uh, much needed, um, an outfielder that's good, good defensively too. He is good defensively. Um, just unfortunately, the the Gallo thing hasn't worked. Um, I don't suspect Gallo's going to be there much longer. Um, now let me ask you this, because I think this is the consensus among Yankee fans. Well, somebody will take him. Well, who's going to take him? I think at this point, even if you have to DFA him, you do it. And then somebody can go and, okay, and you guys can eat that money. Yeah, because I mean, it's not like they gave him a huge <clears throat> extension, so it's not like it's going to be hard to eat it. Um, but you might find somebody out there that's that's you know looking for for a big left-handed bat. I mean, it, I mean, if we're, we're talking about hypotheticals, if you're Cincinnati, do you take a swing? I mean, he's a major leaguer in that ballpark. Good lord, <laughs> I'm just saying. saying I mean. I'm... I don't think you're wrong, buddy. I don't think you're wrong. I kind of, I kind of love that logic. Um, you know, without going through and dealing the inner workings of the Reds uh, lineup here, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying, um, dude. So let let's kind of stay in the in in the AL East real quick here, CJ. Um, the Yankees lead down to 11 and a half, and I'd say it jokingly kind of, but Toronto playing good ball here of late. Um, 
I hold a vision playing right 500 at the moment. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, and I want them to be still kind of in the thick of it when I see them here in a month, buddy. Not going to lie. Uh, but CJ, at this point in time, do you think the Blue Jays, though, are kind of a team that the Yankees are looking at and saying, hmm, that's not a team that we necessarily would want to play if we could help from it, or would you rather play them than the Astros? The Astros got to be the team you don't want to see, right? Yeah, well, and it and it's been kind of funky with the Astros. I mean, we've that that season series was played pretty tightly. Um, yeah, I mean, the Astros can pitch, the Astros can hit. Um, what made it interesting with the Astros is, is you know, you didn't really see the Yanks at complete full strength with them, um, with guys, you know, obviously days off, IL stints, that kind of thing. Um, more than likely you're going to have to see Houston. If, if I had my choice, though, no, I definitely want Toronto over Houston um, simply just because I think the pitching for Houston is better than Toronto's. Just flat out, it's better. Um, now the one saving grace. Hold on, hold on. Houston's pitching is better than Toronto's. I think so. Yes, that's that's interesting. Um, I, I think the one re, the I, I think their starting pitching is better. The bullpen, Toronto's bullpen is probably better, especially with the history the Yankees have off of Houston's bullpen. Um, but I mean, you look at the way the the starting pitchers for Houston have been this year. I mean, Verlander just continues to pull. He he's the Tom Brady of Major League Baseball. Like you still have yet to figure out how it a guy that's thrown as many innings as he has continues to have the stuff he does. Like it it's kind of unreal. Um, See, dude, that's hilarious. You, you you say that because I kind of remember Justin Verlander kind of breaking onto the scene when I was like going on a high school trip to an amusement park. Like up to Cedar Point, and like it was like, oh, Justin Verlander, oh, who's this guy? And and now it's like, oh wow, he's still doing it. Well, and here's Insane. the thing: when his last two years in Detroit, the conversation was, is is he done? And he went to Houston and kind of found something again. Found the and, youth. Yeah, and so you know he he's gotten that life back on his fastball, and he's he kind found of got, Kate Upton's what he found. Well, yeah, that that'll that that'll get any guy stepping high. But I mean, you know, I just uh, Houston is a very very good team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see kind of what happens here at the deadline with with some of these teams. You know, how aggressive is Houston? What do they go and try and add? I think they they like a lot of teams are going to be looking at pitching. Um, I think they're a lot like the Yankees uh, bullpen help. Um, obviously the Yankees need another starter. Um, that's becoming extremely air apparent. Um, for as good as Jordan Montgomery has been in the first half of the year, his, his last four or five starts have kind of left just scratching your head, wondering if he's got anything left. Um, man, I think it's going to be Louis Castillo, the guy who the Reds faced up in, a few yeah. weeks back, I think he's gonna. They're gonna make that move with him. I think he's gonna be a uh, guy wearing pinstripes here, not very long from now. 
yeah, they they have been very very aggressive in with him. Um, I think it'll. I think the Reds are trying to get back either Peraza or Volpe. I don't think they can get Dominguez by any means. I mean, that kid is almost untouchable. Um, yeah, he he might be the lone exception as far as what they'd be willing now. I know they're very high on Volpe. My I, and I think the one pause there is is do you want is is IKF doing enough to hold him off and I I don't know um but you need starting pitching and you need it now um you know I, I think and and Cashman's done a really good job of building that farm system up but yeah I, you've you've got to go out and get him um now I do know that they did from the reports, make calls about Juan Soto, but the the asking price for that is just way too damn high. Nobody in their right mind is going to pay that. You know, it's funny. It's supposedly the Cardinals were really kind of a serious offer. Um, yeah, but the Cardinals but, don't have the prospects. That's going to be oh, the that's you no, know, that's not the case. They do have them. They've got major league ready guys. I mean, it's like Carlson. Um, yeah, but uh, who's going to? Pro- but here's the problem: is is Houston wants. A, a major league ready guy now, and they want your top six prospects. Like nobody in their right mind is going to pull that trigger, knowing he's getting ready to hit the market. Oh, I would agree. I mean, it's not like you're going to get, uh, not like you're going to be able to sign him unless you're certain teams. That's just the reality of it. Um, so who knows about that market for some? I mean, they do turn down four hundred forty million dollars. Um, um, he's real confident in his abilities to hit the baseball. Let's just put it that way. Well, uh, but I mean, could you imagine turning down four hundred forty million dollars, CJ? Oh no! Good I night. I I'm couldn't. But you know what? In, I, in the home studio right now, CJ, and I'm seeing on the news that there's a smash and grab going on. Soto smashes and grabs baseballs, but there's people in this country doing that, and he turned down four hundred forty million dollars. Yeah. Well, that that says there's there's one thing that really says to me is is he doesn't trust the Nationals to build a contender quickly around him. Um, but here's See, the that, other- that to me is a weird a weird thing because and I don't understand this because you won a World Series with the team that they built around for Harper, and then COVID happens and you just they've had a little bit of a rough patch and yeah it's going to take a minute but. You're willing. You want to leave that quickly? Yeah, that's but little, I think if you're a little, but, little but bad taste in my mouth, I'm the Nationals, and I think that's kind of how this is going right now. Maybe, but if you're Soto, you're also looking around and looking at a guy like Joey Votto, who did the same thing in Cincinnati, and what's it gotten him? Uh, hasn't gotten him. Well, okay. I mean, that. But see, I, I think that may be going through his head. Plus, here's the other thing. See, it's is, hard to win a championship. It's hard it, to win a World Series. I mean. It is. When's the last but, time the Yankees have won a World Series? Okay, and that's fair, but every year so just because you go to a certain team doesn't mean you're going to win one. I mean, it's correct. It's, but here's the other. But here's the other shoe on that. Every year you go into the season, and the Yankees are at least in the top six talked about World Series contenders. Rightly or wrongly, they are. The Nationals aren't. Hell, the year they won it, they were a dark horse, at best. 
I mean, that was a good squad. And I think that was, but they you didn't go into the year going, oh, okay, well, the Nationals are one of the top four to win a World Series. Uh, like that, and I think he's looking around and kind of maybe wondering a little bit on that because you let I think Bryce people Harper go, that- Max Scherzer's mm-hmm. gone. You, mm-hmm. There's nobody really left. Plus, here's the other thing, too, and I think this is where he's smart, is he's 23, he has a ring, he's got postseason experience and success, how many 23-year-olds with his talent hit the market that early with the resume he has? It doesn't happen very often. I mean, exactly. Last time he's, in a, he's in a position that a lot of guys in Major League Baseball just don't get to, and that's the ability to really leverage a long-term big-number deal. I mean, think about it. Aaron Judge is 30 and just now finally hitting to that free agency period. Finally, getting there. Soto's beating him there by seven years. Well, you know, it's and what it is. It's it's a lot of it's the timing. We're able to how quickly we able to get to the show. I mean, took a little bit longer there for for Judge. Well, it took Judge a little bit longer because I mean, and that's the college route. Which don't get me wrong, we we know we love the college route, the college game. Some guys just don't have to go that route. Soto was one of them. Correct. So, I mean, he, he got the opportunity to kind of really build that up and get there quickly, but that's, and that's kind of the, because of the way baseball does their contracts and things, man, if you can hit the free agency market early and get your prime locked up for a big number, man, I, I'm all for it. Because it's, it's Sorry, very yeah. few and far between guys that are going to be able to do that. Well, next, next to none. Um, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, can they pull the trigger on Soto? There's I, about, I don't know if any, I, I really don't know if anybody does the, the big name that I'm interested in is cause you know, we all, you know, Castillo, he, he, he's probably going to end up in the Bronx. The interesting thing's going to be is who ends up with, uh, Morantz out of Oakland. Or Frankie Montez. That's going to be the interesting one. What that price tag ends up looking like, and who's able to pull that trigger? Mm-hmm. Somebody will. I mean, and you look at ZRA and the record, and you're like, "How's this happening?" Um, but the A's are, whew, are they bad this year? Um, and I, I want to throw something else at you. Here. They are seven and three in their last ten, though. Yeah, and I want to throw something else at you, and uh, this is going to sting you a little bit. But you were a big Angels backer at the beginning of the year, and I sat. You back are right. Said, I was very much feeling. I, I sat back and wanted to see it. And at one point, they were tied for the division. Now they're basically twenty-four back and done. If you're the Angels, do you seriously take phone calls for some guys? Absolutely, you do. Here's my question. Is Shohei one of them? Yes. But did you hear a trout? There's, this back thing might be a little more than we even know. Well, he came out and said that it's he it's manageable and his career's not over and all that. But, I mean, that's you're dealing with a back in baseball, and that, that that's the one area you don't want to I, I don't know, CJ, if you heard. There's, a, there's kind of a – a little bit more on that this evening. Okay, to, it's a little bit. It's a little bit of a unique situation, supposedly. I, I heard it was rare, and like I said, then I saw his quote that you know he deems he has 
he calls it manageable and that his career is, you know, far from over. But I, I, I know when you get to baseball and you start talking about back issues, I mean, that, that can be problematic massively. Oh yeah. Um, so this, that's very interesting. So maybe, I mean, that bit of news, you really can't trade show at that point in time. But what else do you have? But that's going to be the uh, the interesting thing too. Is is because some of the reports coming out is is that he may not be happy there anymore. How well? How will we know? It, you, this and and, it, and it's very true. And I mean, you know, Otani's like a lot of those you know guys you know the, the Japanese players. I mean, they kind of march to a beat of their own drum. Like that's that's just how they're wired. Um, you know, they're not always looking. They're they're looking for more comfortability than they really are a whole lot of other things. That's and that's just because of, that's just the way they're wired. That's the way they're brought up and that kind of thing. And and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you got to wonder. Oh no, it's just a stoicness. I mean, it's kind of a you said a calming demeanor on the clubhouse. And he gets yeah, but how good in. is that calming demeanor when you're still 24 games back and you're you've been an absolute laughing stock since June. Oh no, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, at some point, I'm not saying the experiment's not working, but it, it's not working. Well, I mean, CJ, I don't know how you can claim that when the dude won the MVP. Um, he won the MVP because he was the 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 show pony. I could make the argument there were guys that because here's my thing: pitchers <laughs> already have an MVP. It's a Cy Young. I don't want my I don't want my pitchers anywhere near that MVP talk. You have your award. I, you know what? And and I don't. And here's my thing. He I don't and he disagree hits. He with you. He doesn't field. He doesn't do anything else. Sorry. I'm get out of here with that nonsense. I don't disagree with you. Um, now, granted, no, he. I mean, he hit he hits bombs and drives in runs and steals some bases. Okay, I would but not let's... vote him the MVP. I think you're right. And also, he's not on a contending team. See, and that's been when my other thing. Year, and that's my other thing is, is you take him off the roster, they're still not any good. Like that, that's my biggest issue. Cause right now, who's more valuable, Aaron Judge or him? Oh, it's most, well, in my opinion, <laughs> Aaron Judge would easily be the most valuable player in the league because he's on a contending team. He's the most feared hitter in the most powerful lineup. I think that's yeah, and, and case you can in point. Tell- well, and here's the thing. You can tell how much respect he's he's getting. Like, Max Scherzer threw him one fastball tonight. One. <laughs> Everything else was slider changeup. Yep. Like, that's and... how much respect he's getting at the plate. And, you know, Scherzer owned him. I mean, like, Scherzer pitched fantastically tonight. But, I mean, that's that's kind of the respect that he's, he's getting to that. And that's always been my issue with the MVP award. And I said it when A-Rod won it. Okay, A-Rod put up great numbers. They still lost 110 games. They didn't contend for anything. It wouldn't have mattered if he was there or not. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. If, if we can win, if we don't win without, if we don't win with you, well, we can certainly lose without you. Like, yeah, so, yeah, we that, already that, lose that, with you. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I mean, that that's always been kind of my interesting thing. But I did want to ask you this because I talking about the Yankees Mets game that made me think about it. How did you feel as a Pirates fan seeing uh, Daniel Volenbach bounced out of town? Uh, actually, um, which, by the way, that home run he hit against the Yankees, I still don't think has come down. Um, <laughs> Google back. Uh, just 
very down to earth guy. Um, I think now he's got a chance to compete for a championship on a one year deal. Uh, really, really enjoyed Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh. Got a chance to go play for a World Series, and maybe he comes back in free agency. Just, uh, just something I might might know about. Just kind of a little, little, little inside information. Little, little birds I, I have out there, CJ. By, I, I can see way, Vogelbach come back in, in coming back into a Bucko uniform after uh, the conclusion of this season in the winter. Back on that Bucko caravan, buddy. For the and, Roger. Yeah, I mean, you pull a little Aroldis Chapman, leave for, for the half of the year, and then come back. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, Supposedly, Contreras might do the same thing with the Cubs. Yeah, see, I, I've heard that too, which I think is really hurting his value because I don't know – because a lot of people like, with guys like that want to make sure, especially a guy of his caliber, they can lock him oh, up. Most certainly. But you, but you know who Vollenbach reminds me of? Just not necessarily play-wise, but who he looks like. Is he not John Crook 2.0? <laughs> I'm sure he would love love, love the Crucky comparison. I mean, he just uh, he kind of looks like he's built like Crook. It's just like, yeah, that's an old school ball player right there. But yeah. saw him that, this that year was, hit a bomb in Pittsburgh. Yeah, the, that was just that 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 deal kind of caught me a little bit by surprise. Uh, and you know what? Pirates got themselves a decent arm in that move. Holderman has good big league mm-hmm. stats. They moved him down to uh down to triple a indy i think they're gonna stretch him out uh it looks in the minors like leagues like he'd started some games but then he had kind of moved the bullpen maybe they're thinking about more of a long man role in the pirates on the pirates there out of that pen i don't know um they need a little help at this point kind of fading a touch the cubbies overtook them in the division unfortunately cj so now fourth place and the reds are on the heels uh, time for the young Buckos to step it up there, getting a little winning streak there, CJ. I know, and that's enough Bucko talk now because uh, we're 100 games in, and you've won. You've only lost 33 games, so yeah. Well, and and, I, and I'll you bring that up, and you you are right. I wanted to go back to another team that you you had kind of sold at the beginning of the year. And that's the Atlanta Braves, who are now only three back of the Mets in the East. I'm talking about, did I sell them? You were not real high on them. You, you, I, I want to say you had them third in the division in your standings at, at when we when we did this at the beginning of the year. I would say I still had them above the Phillies. Well, you you were you uh, you had the Mets clear and by far is the best team in this. And, I and did division, and and they're back up three games. They are, but Atlanta has been playing very, oh, very good baseball. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. I think the Mets are a good team, and I think Atlanta's a damn good team. I mean, I honestly think if San Diego and St. Louis had some more pitching, they're good teams. National League's got a lot of good teams. Oh no, I I would completely agree with you. Let let, let me ask you this: in a World Series, if you said if we went with let's you know top five contenders, how many names are out of the National League in that? I mean, they got a lot of really good teams, but I'm just wondering if maybe it's still not tilted the AL side a little. Oh, at least three are National League teams. 
of the top five. I think the Braves, the Mets, and the Dodgers are all top five contenders, and I would even even conclude potentially the Padres if they get the T's back. And then I would say the Yankees and the Astros. Potentially Toronto. And I'm just kind of rattling off a of power rankings here for it there. But yeah, I know. It's just um, it, it kind of feels like a lot of the the teams that you kind of think about in the heavy hitters tend to be in the AL, which I and I'm not saying that that's truly the case. I, I'm really not. My question is going to be with the National League because there are so many good teams. Is could you end up potentially with maybe the best team in the NL getting knocked out of the play, getting knocked out in the playoffs, and you know, maybe not the best representative going? You know, I think there's a possibility of that. I mean, always you get into October, anything can that, happen. That could happen. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, let's let's be real too, your CJ. I mean, the same thing could happen to the Yankees and the Astros as well. It's oh, not like oh. Yale's a slouch. I mean, look at oh, Seattle God, over yeah. here. Uh, Seattle and Toronto are both playing really kind of streaking hot baseball, surging in to the month of August. Uh, both both winners of seven of their last ten at least. Um, and Toronto had, uh, you know, a nice little weekend in Boston where they scored 28 runs and Toppy with the – Inside the park, Granny, the guru James Kearns was there to witness that at Fenway. Uh, beat me to yeah. Fenway Park, CJ. He did, yeah. and uh, I mean, you know, and and you know, the Tampa Bay Rays are just that pesky team that nobody wants to see. The Guardians are playing, you know, really good baseball. Hey, Baltimore's resurgent. Yeah, and that's that's where I was headed. And how about Baltimore to even be in this conversation? Because good for I, them. I, I, I'm excited for them in that because I flat out was like I said at the beginning of the year that they'd lose a hundred games, and yeah, they definitely won't now. <laughs> so I mean, no, what they've been able to do is has been been kind of amazing, and I and I keep sitting here waiting on like the White Sox to make a run, but I just I, <sighs> well, but you know what though, it's crazy. CJ is like. They're only three out in the division. They're six and four in their last ten. They're starting to clean some stuff up. They might add an arm. Cueto's been very good for them. Um, it's Minnesota's kind of coming back to the pack a touch. It'll be interesting to see what to see what the the Guardians slash the Tribe, the boys from Cleveland do as well. But I mean, oh man, it it's we're we're getting to that time of the year, man. You we know. Are. So let me ask you this: Let me put 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 your Nostradamus hat on. Who's the next big name to get moved? I'm saying Castillo. When, okay, when? Um, obviously it's gonna be before the deadline. But if you're, I think probably before the before the weekend. So you're gonna oh you're gonna say he gets done before the weekend okay and you're yeah, predict- I, I I think somebody's about to say we we got to make some moves but I think here's the thing Soto is the block right now kind of jamming everything up uh, as soon as Juan Soto they decide okay we're gonna make a move for sure or no we're not that's when things start really moving okay and you're gonna say he goes to New York. Casilla, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I think Louis, 
will be in the pinstripe. Wearing his pinstripes, being a bomber there, CJ. Um, I think he'll do pretty well. Oh, yeah. I mean, he pitched extremely well in Yankee Stadium. Didn't seem like it faced him at all on that. So, um, while we're in the. Oh, go ahead, brother. I I, I want to see him in New York badly, and that's, you know, the homer in me because obviously we we need the pitching. I agree. I think he's the next big name to fall um, in this. Any other big dominoes you see moving? Like, I mean, if we were going to play like like a buy, sell, like, or move or no move, like, in the market there? I mean, any other stocks? <laughs> Frank Fontes, obviously, you know, he's going to be kind of an interesting one to see. Um, I think Montez has moved. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if we see the St. Louis Cardinals. The Jays as well. The, the Jays are interesting. Here's another team that's very, very in on Montez. I just don't know if it's going to happen, and that's the Mariners. I just don't know if Oakland trades him in division. To get a good enough return, I think they will. But then again, how long is he going to be? Does he stay a Mariner and haunt them for a while? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not so sure that's. But then again, it's like if you trade him to the Yankees, it's just the same. It's in the AL. It's just across the division. You're still going to see him a bunch. Not as much, though. And that might be enough. (laughs) Yeah, and it, and it might be. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and say I do not see Juan Soto being moved. I just don't know if any GM out there essentially sells the farm, um, especially if, especially if you can't get a deal pre pre done as far as like hey come yeah. here, sign an extension. Um, so that one I, I don't see. I, I will so I, I will say he doesn't move, and then I'm gonna say before the deadline, like one of those like last type deal type things done. I think Shohei moves. Ooh. I, Shohei. I think some I think somebody makes a push. Well, let me ask you this question: If Shohei's moving, and that's the bold play. Who's actually making that call and where is he going? I'm going to say New York, but he goes to the Queens. It becomes a Met. I could see the Mets making a huge push because they're rumored to be in on him. Um, and I, I mean, can... interesting because he could DH, but they just added Vogelbach. I mean, granted, I guess if you had a chance of a show, I guess you'd do it, but. Yeah, I'm not I, just sure how many more home runs he's hitting the Vogelbach, though. A tick more, for sure, definitely. Yeah, I think he's going to hit you a tick more, for sure. And then the other thing, too, is is you can pitch him every five or six days and, and you know, kind of stretch and give some guys – conserve some innings, um, especially because DeGrom's supposed to be back, I think, what, this weekend or next week. But they're going to be extremely cautious with him early. A guy like Shohei gives you that ability to protect him a little. Hey, CJ, I'm going to ask this question. Are the Red Sox officially dead in the wild card? Do you think they make a play for something? 
I think they make moves, but I think it's going to be more of selling than it is really trying to add a piece. Um, Do you think they're going to move it? Trying to move it one of the one of the bigger contracts. Um, that's interesting if they attempt it. I think they do. I think the three obvious the three obvious pieces are Devers, Bogarts, and Martinez. I think JD's the one that moves because I think they are. I think the front offices are still very hopeful with Bogarts and Devers to get deals done. Um, I, I think JD is going to be the odd man out on that. I could see JD being the one moved. Maybe Bogarts, maybe, but I. The only reason I think you would do that is the intention to move Trevor Story back to short. Hmm. Which I mean, if and and they could definitely move Trevor Story back to short. He's definitely got that capability to play the position. He's been very plus yeah. I just because I really don't second. know what else. Because I really don't know what else. If you're if you're Boston, you have that's. You don't really have the arms right now. You you don't, and and the reason I say sell is, I mean, because unfortunately Chris Sell he comes back, breaks his pinky, like, yeah, freak accident. I mean, it, and he got smoked with the ball, but still, like, whoa. Yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where I think if if I'm a GM, I'm sitting there going, okay, you know what? This is baseball God's way of saying, this is not our year. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's just because you get him back. You got everything like you're going, okay, we're getting healthy. We got our ace back. Let's see if we can get on a run here because we had a really good June. You go to Yankee Stadium and he catches a line drive right back up the middle. Like, what the heck? Mm. So, I, I, I think Boston's going to be a sell. I don't think they look to add anything big. I think they're going to try and move some pieces and, and, and stock for, for next year. And, and you know what? Probably, probably the right move for them. Um, the interesting thing is going to be: Would a guy like Alex Verdugo would they be willing to part with him? That's going to be the interesting one. Is is how protective of some of the young guys are they going to be? Depending on what the package looks like, dude. I can't believe that the the Jays are ten games back, still of the Yankees at this point in time. Doesn't make sense to me. Like how how good the Yankees have been, CJ. Yeah, well, I mean, they got off that hard shot, and obviously they're you know not playing real well late. But I I think if obviously Toronto, Tampa, they're they're at this point you're you're settling in to potentially playing for the wild card. I I'm not saying eleven and a half ten is out of it, but you're going to have to make a really big run and push. I don't know if it's there. Um, They get Kikichi back. Yeah, the interesting thing here is is because we talk about teams, what they could add, what they could sell, is what what do you do if you're Tampa Bay? You're not historically big. You don't do a thing, I think. You just keep playing. Do they? Maybe maybe an arm veteran. Um, They're not going to do anything. Well, I mean, historically, that's been what they've done. They've just they've stood pat. I mean, uh, I would imagine that they might again. Um, they have a good young core. No reason to blow it up, uh, making a run. But then again, they could add a pitcher. Anybody could add pitching, um, and at any time. 
Um, CJ, National League, I know the team that I think needs to make the move the most, and that's the Cardinals to get some pitching. If they do, I think they could be real, real scary. I also, you know, I'm very high on the Mets, but the Braves, boy, that ball club is very good and very good threats. Honestly, any team in the in the National League could win, could represent the could represent the NL in the World Series easily, and I wouldn't be stunned by it in the least bit. Now we, we we've talked Philly about- right there on the outside, not bad either, you know. Yeah, we have. We we've talked about some teams, you know, who they could add and you know make moves. Like there has been a team that we have failed to talk about that, especially over the last two years, that the deadline has been extremely aggressive, and that's the Dodgers. Really, haven't made any noise in this market this year. I mean, they've already got everything. Well, and I'm also part of wondering if the last couple of years, if they just don't have the requisite. Oh, I don't think they have the, the players to make a move the way they need to. I mean, they've, they've dealt it off already. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's going to be a team that – it's going to be interesting to see what they do just simply because I think, like everybody else, I mean, obviously, if you can add bullpen depth, I mean, you, you do that. But my, it's going to be interesting to see what they're able to do with what kind of their – with what their limited resources on prospects has become. Yeah, well, and it, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, if you don't have them to deal, you can't really, uh, it's, yeah, let's put it this way. You could trade, you could trade draft picks, but that's not really the way the, the MLB, uh, trading system works. They want yeah, the prospect and the player. Yeah, it's not like, you know, the NFL or the NBA where, you know, that, that's a little bit more of an enticing deal. Uh, yeah, and you know, I mean, the draft is great, and I think it's funny because the draft actually, CJ, I think, slowed down the trade market um, a little bit, and now they're kind of getting back hot and heavy in it here. Uh, Phillies are going to have to do some. I think the Giants are done, man. I think your Marlins are done. I really think the Phillies are the only other team. I guess the Giants could still make their way out of it. Um, but, I mean, there's going to be a good, real good team left out in the National League. And then the Giants and the Marlins are kind of hanging around the door of the party, I guess you could say. Uh, but they haven't figured yeah, out a way I, to get in yet. Yeah, and I, I and and the Marlins, I mean, you got to give them credit. I mean, they they've hung around. They're they're feisty. They're they're starting to fade. Um, I'm going to be kind of watching them as the deadline approaches. Really hoping that they don't end up trading out some of those really good young pieces. I don't think they will. And, you know, Max Meyer just made his debut there last week or made made his debut a few weeks back, and then he got hurt in his second start there in Pittsburgh. Um, They're not moving on Contra. I mean, that's for sure. Um, Marlon's future, very, very bright. That's for sure, CJ. Um, Man, I kind of want to real quick break down the the AL there. We kind of talked to playoff pitcher. I mean, the Yankees in the one seed. The Houston's right there, too. Um, technically, Minnesota will get the three, right? But then yep. it's Toronto and Seattle both playing hot and in the four and five slots. And then Tampa Bay holding on at six. You got Cleveland, Baltimore, the White Sox, and the Red Sox. CJ, I know begrudgingly you don't like to hear this, but even though they're two and eight in their last ten, they are only four and a half out. 
that's the cutoff line. Boston could still make a run at the wild card for sure. It's got to start going in the right direction quickly, though, and at and, and needs to happen soon. Like you said about the White Sox, that's an intriguing thing. I could see them adding, and they're right there in both divisions, and they haven't played good baseball. They could find it, and if they do, watch out. Are you buying Baltimore hanging around? Do you think they fall? I think yeah, the division is too tough, right? Yeah, I mean the division is is super tough. Um, yeah, they're five and five in their last ten. The the, the negative seven run differential, I mean, tells you that you know they're they're hanging in there in games. They're just losing some close ones. That's that that's kind of the the tough thing for them. Um, you know, but they just did finish taking two or three from Tampa Bay. Um, or, well, they've taken two two of the four so far. They, they finish up with Tampa tomorrow. I kind of think they can hang around. It, it's going to be interesting to see. August is going to say a lot about them because they've got, you know, Toronto. They, they play Toronto. Uh, one game with the Red Sox. They've got a series with the Rays. Toronto again. Um, a one offer with the Cubs, which is a makeup. The Sox again. Then the Whites. I mean, and in Houston, like August is think like, is going to be the month where you, we find out a lot. We'll we'll know about about the middle of the month on them. I just I don't know. They're they're young, which is what kind of makes me think man maybe they just don't care enough that they're not supposed to be right here at this point but I just I think the division is so tough because Boston is going to give people fights Toronto's good the Yankees are good Tampa Bay's going to Tampa Bay yeah Tampa Bay's just they they continues to find ways to win games I think Baltimore hangs around until about the middle of August, and then you're going to start to see them kind of slide back a little bit because they're obviously not going to make anything any earth-shattering moves at the deadline. They could they could add pieces that are controllable for the future potentially. I wouldn't. I could see something like that happening. Yeah, like I said, it, it, they're not going to be splashy moves. They're just going to be like, oh, okay, well that that's a nice piece for a couple of years. Like, but you know. Um, definitely like the way they're they're going and the way they're playing and they're doing it really without a guy that they were going to rely heavily on in John Means who you know had Tommy John surgery so former Mountaineer uh, yeah interesting yeah so I think if you're a fan you really got to like what you're seeing uh, um no I, I think if you're the Orioles you want to get into the dog days of August playing meaningful baseball um, games that you know somewhat matter because um, I think that only that all that does is help your young guys um, that you have coming up, especially you know Rushman. I mean, and that guy has that kid has been unbelievable since the day he stepped on the major league field. Like he continues to impress me with with his play. Yeah, and you know it's funny because when when you're able to kind of step on it day one and have that natural feel to to the way you play the game. And that's you don't you don't see that every day, um, and certain guys have it, and uh, and when you do, it stands out, um, especially in the show, uh, and it's called that for a reason, CJ. Right? Like, I mean, a, a guy like Cruz, when he came up, you could see it, um, you know, and 
it's funny though because certain guys do build over the course of their careers. Uh, I think Jeter would be a guy who you could say say that about. Have you been watching the captain, by the way, buddy? I have been. It has been phenomenal. Worth me throwing it on and, and watching. Absolutely yeah, no, it, correct. It, it, yeah, it has been really good because the guy is as private as he was when he played. Um, I, I think it's kind of amazing how more open, like since he retired, he's become and talking a little bit more. I think that's that's kind of cool because now you're kind of getting an insight into really kind of where his mindset was. I mean, it was interesting to kind of take a peek. I listened to the preview episode. Um, haven't actually got to watch any of what it was, you know, the actual episodes, episodes yet. I'm very interested in them. Very, very interested. Uh, and Jeter being El Capitan, as uh, as they would say. But CJ, buddy, I'm, I don't know. I think we're on the O2 pitch right now. I'm trying to fool him again here. Anything else you kind of want to hit on here since we last spoke and since we'll kind of be back here a little more frequently, kind of took a little bit of the month of July off there. Uh, we need to recharge the batteries before football. I had to, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we took an extended all-star and, break. And you, <laughs> we did. And, you know, you also, though, have some big things coming up, so needed to plan those out and uh, very necessary. But anything else, man? Um, no, not really. Uh, you know, um, I'll, I'll say this as, as a Yankee fan, but congrats to David Ortiz uh, going into the, being, being enshrined. Um and Cooperstown over the weekend. Those that that event's always kind of cool to watch and, and to listen to. Um, just wish the voting for that would get better and you get more than just one guy in at a time. But a little cleaned up, that's for sure. And a Kirchin got him inducted as well, man. Yep, it was very very cool. Uh, Steve Blast came down to uh, to Charleston and uh, got to speak with uh, our crew. Was not there. Um, but uh, said he was awesome and uh, pretty cool. Former Bucko legend was just kicking it with with, with my sister. So uh, kudos to Steve Blast, former voice of the Buckos, there for kind of being a a, a very uh, calming and uh, great ambassador of the Pirate family still, and and making some time to hang out with baseball people in the city of Charleston still. Um, CJ. Gotta ask you real quick here, buddy, before before we get out of here. Do you have a team other than the Yankees that you think you would be willing to lay money on? And it, it would it be if it isn't the Yankees, is it the Astros? And is there anybody in the NL that you would like feel like can win it all? Are you still thinking the Mets, man? You still think my pick of the Mets is one that could could kind of play out? Um, you know, I think it could. Um, I, you don't I do, want to buy the Mets, though. I can tell. I, I don't. Um, I still have some reservations on them. Um, you know, and a lot of that just stems with Degrom and. and I mean, but they talent. just beat you two in a row. Yeah, they did. They hit a walk off today with it, but like I said, you know, that's also not you know the finished product for the Yankees. Didn't have to see Stanton. No, so everybody that, seems to be all up and up in flames here. You mentioned Degrom about that rehab start. Okay, it's one rehab start. It has, but if it, but right at the All Star game, they were talking about he had a little bit of a setback. Like it, I, I think that's that's causing some panic. Um, for and for me, in all honesty, 
Um, Houston kind of seems to be the other team in the AL that I, you know, as much as I hate to say it, you know, the, the way they're playing, they've played extremely well. Um, and I, I can't ignore what the Dodgers have done, you know, thus far. Um, and they're going to start getting some guys back here soon, starting with Mookie. Um, just, yeah. I mean, Trey Turner has been phenomenal for them all year. Freddie Freeman just continues to do what he's always done. Uh, Clay well, Bellinger's, I just, I, there's well, it's, something. It's yeah. funny, CJ, that you like start mentioning it. It's like the Dodgers all of a sudden are 11 and a half up on the Padres, and the Padres are playing pretty good baseball. It's like, whoa. Like, when did the Dodgers pull this off? And it's just, it's just what they do, you know? I mean, without yeah, I mean, kind of being coy about it, it's just what they do. They just find a way to make it start happening, and boom, they do. And, um, I mean, they're they're probably, at this point in time, I think they, like you said, they have the best record in baseball, just a little slightly over percentage points-wise, your, your bombers at the moment. You guys have yeah. knocked out of the second half playing well, but I think need a little splash here at the deadline. Maybe get another pitcher, and then people it takes off. Yeah, I, I'm. I mean, everybody kind of you, you, you. It's a long season, 162 games. You're you're gonna have stretches where, you know, you don't you don't find wins. I mean, today's an example of baseball. I mean, the 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 balls that were hit into play against Max Serger, the analytic you know expected batting average was over 300 i mean they were hitting the ball hard they were just hitting it right at people you know what you have days like that you have series like that it you know so um oh absolutely you do i mean that's that's the <laughs> the game man it's a round ball round back gotta square it up where things happen it's uh <laughs> yeah so i mean you know that that's baseball in, in a in a nutshell so but i mean yeah i i think they'll make the right moves um and, and kind of get that Going back to what they had in in the first half, uh, for me, if I had to pick somebody out of the NL, obviously it'd be the Dodgers. Um, and there's just something about that Braves team. Uh, I think the confidence of winning it all last year. Um, they they've still kind of got, got a swagger. Champion. Yeah, yeah, they got that swagger back. They're they are not going to go down quietly. CJ, on a personal note, celebrating a special year anniversary and. Um... Can you see the Buckos take on the Phillies? And uh, it's going to be fun, man. Going to see Mitch Keller versus Ranger Suarez Saturday night there at PNC Park. Um, also, one other name I wanted to throw at you. We didn't mention him in the trade deadline, but I'm interested. Jose Quintana. Would you like to have him in New York right now? I'd be a fool to say no. Yeah. I wonder. I, I think he won't be here. Uh, come next Tuesday. CJ, I don't think we'll talk before the deadline again, um, but I'll be interested to kind of maybe come back. We'll kind of do a little report card action next week off the deadline. Um, man, I think we fooled him again, right? Absolutely. Yeah, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Enjoy the baseball, y'all. And um, we'll also be kind of getting back into the uh, flow of college football as well. It's, it's it's coming up on kind of certainly, in my mind, one of the better times of the year. Baseball racing up and college football about to crank it up as well. So, uh, good good times, man. Plenty, plenty ahead as well. Until next time, y'all, take it easy.